0: How you doing? Doing fine. Glorious. Is that the truth? You what? You what? Are we glorious as shit? We are the best thing ever, and at least we never have any kind of technical issues at the beginning of the show.
1: We should just play that song I didn't know. No, I I, I wasn't sure if it was working or not, and I didn't want to have another situation, but you can hear me okay.
0: I hear you fine, and that song rocks rocks ass.
1: Okay. Well, folks, well to the screw, uh, this is uh, an attempt to uh, take what we do at night and shit can it and have some fun in the daytime, do uh, actual coverage, have actual discussions, and maybe crack a few rape jokes, you know, kind of a nice counterbalance to the magic that happens in the night. Steve, what, what have you been doing this morning? This morning I have been watching the uh, Ancient Aliens
0: documentary on the History Channel.
1: That's funny. One of the things I wanted to talk about today was documentaries. That's one of the subjects I want to go over. And I'm hoping the readers or slash listeners are able to participate. I want to do a rundown of some of the best documentaries that uh, folks have seen. I just watched one this morning before, uh, before the show, an actual one that's about to come out on DVD. And, uh, you know, it's funny because, you know, that movie The Cove is coming out, or I think it comes out Friday, and I avoided it because it, the subject matter scares me. But uh, it's amazing how documentaries are once again kind of almost mainstream.
0: Looks like they're, on, they're their own little film.
1: Sounds like you're in the toilet.
0: It is not. I'm filling out like the old coffee maker here. Especially if we're not going to be talking about my ancient aliens, and, and I need some coffee. Well, no,
1: I, I would love it if you talked about ancient aliens, but I feel like <laughs> we, we would build up to that. You know? Yeah, well,
0: how was your documentary then?
1: Wait, what
2: about it? You said uh, you liked
1: it? Yeah, I watched Tyson this morning. Oh, Tyson. Tyson I hear that's great. I hear that's yeah. very, very good. It's interesting. It's directed by uh, the good old gentleman that did uh, yeah, James Toback, the guy that was, he does some Robert, stuff with Robert Altman, and he's kind of right. one of those terms of uh, what, he, what he's willing to do. You know, He's pretty, he's pretty good. I'd, I'd love to see it. I read someone who uh, said that it was a little bit sad as well.
0: Because his his fall was yeah pretty pretty bad. That's as bad as it gets. I don't know. I
1: mean, I kind of like it. Uh, I mean, I, I like I like. Uh, I mean, Mike Tyson was never a kind of guy you really root for because of how, you know, just how rough around the edges he was and how he seemed to never find a way to to avoid the the kind of thug vibe that was attached to him. And the movie kind of. Um, I, I, I guess it's sad, but the guy, the guy, is still living large. He's uh, he's come out of it okay, and he's in a sport that has no couth or class or or you know morals anyway. So, you know, he, there's this one part talking about. He's like he he made some measly sum of money in a lawsuit. It was twenty million dollars, and he acted like it was nothing. It's really hard to feel bad or sad for him.
0: I always heard a story about him. It's probably not true, but he said that. Uh, whenever he would win a fight, he'd go home and eat a gallon of ice cream in celebration. celebration. Something like that. It, it's hard to believe that he was that sort mentality that he had was real, if it's just a show. If he really did that, but I always thought that was kind of silly. You got this five foot seven guy, nothing but muscles, and an elven voice, and he kicked the shit out of everybody. Then he goes home and eat some <laughs> eat some ice cream. <laughs> okay, I, I don't just don't if believe that's it. True. I wonder if yeah, he likes Rocky is. Road. Are you on speakerphone? No, but it sounds like shit. I agree.
1: Yeah, somebody said that in the chat room that you have an, a, a Mr. Echo going on. Yeah, it sounds bad. Anybody call oh, back in. Oh. I'm right, to call back in. Yeah, yeah, do that. Give it a shot. See what happens. I'll, I'll let I'll you know. Like, I'll oh. see if I can find
0: my ancient aliens again.
1: Fuck off. You know, the funny, some of the funny stuff in the documentary about Tyson, um, he, uh, he talks about after getting his ass kicked, he... Uh, he went home, got high, Cutting edge commentary. The thing that I like most about it though was kind of, uh, it was neat to see him actually kind of articulate as best he can about his life, and they kind of cover it from his early days all the way through, you know, his uh, fall. And uh, he comes across pretty intelligent. You know, it's obvious that there's these barriers that are keeping him from being everything he can be, um, but he doesn't seem like nearly the brain-dead Jackass that uh, he's portrayed, and also I think he um he the the whole boxing thing being is what it is, and I think we have Steve back on the phone. Yeah, there. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah, you sound okay. You sound okay. No, i a a bit of an
0: echo.
1: The with it. Uh, yeah, I would deal with it. But uh, I think he comes up. He comes across okay, and and it's funny because uh, watching those fights, because like I grew up with Tyson and watching those those fights that were so pivotal, you know, we would do the pay per views every fight he had. And uh, I remember when a great a great moment, and of course he downplays it, saying that he didn't take it seriously and all that. And uh, and then when Tyson beat him, I mean, I'm sorry, when Holyfield beat him, that was that's like that was kind of the last good time for boxing. I
0: never really followed
1: much boxing. boxing.
0: No, I, I, I don't know. Not anymore, especially. But Back then, I, I liked Tyson just because he was the, the king. And I, but I never really I never watched it. Never, ever watched it. Never, never really followed it. I just knew the big names. I knew Tyson and whoever he beat. That's, that's who I knew.
1: Did you... Uh, so you didn't really... Okay, you didn't care. Um, you know, it's funny. I'm not, not really a student. He was really a student of boxing. Like they, he used to watch these like uh, reels, these like uh, sixteen millimeter boxing reels of like Jack Dempsey and Joe Lewis and and Muhammad Ali and all those guys. And and he would just watch it over and over and over and over again to learn. He he says, and it could be bullshit. He says that he knew every one of their moves. Like he knew every move of all that. And you kind of you gotta respect it. You know, I mean, there's no doubt that the guy was unstoppable in his prime, and it's neat to see him kind of be humble, and 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 a rapist and an ear eater.
0: Robin Robin Givens peruser.
1: She took she she took it. She took what he
0: had. I am surprised um, that he he was he says that he's that much of a student of the game. I never would have guessed that from him.
1: He seems like he was or just right. this, this,
0: well. He seems like he was just this walking mass of muscles with no real brain.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny, because he went through through all those traditional things. He was the thug, he did the Muslim thing, he became kind of like a different person in prison, he came out, he was... And there's this one unedited um, press conference thing where he rips into this guy, and um, it was right before, I believe, the Lennox Lewis fight, or I don't remember which one it was, but he rips this guy, and it's like homophobic stuff, racial stuff, and just crazy, and, uh, you know on ESPN, of course, they didn't show that. All you know, it was kind of like the stare down and the, and the weigh-in and the really kind of traditional boxing stuff, but there's definitely a, you know, I think this is the perfect medium to kind of experience Tyson. I don't want to see a Mike Tyson, like, feature. I know that they, they've done movies about him, but I'm saying, like, like the way they created Ali, I mean, he's got a colorful life, but I think, I think this is the perfect way to take the guy and and now be done with him. I mean, he's got his little resurgence thanks to the hangover but you know it's kind of a neat thing so what was your uh, what was your documentary like
0: my documentary was glorious and uh, equally true it turns out there's some, some ancient aliens that uh, showed up on earth and, you know, a couple of years back and, uh, yeah. and dropped some knowledge on the Egyptians and the, the Peruvians the Aztec wasn't well, the same thing really but you know
1: they, dro- they dropped knowledge they, just, they just dropped some knowledge and then left.
0: No, it was actually very interesting. I mean, you know me, I, I like that kind of stuff anyway. I don't necessarily believe it, but I find it very interesting. And uh, uh, oddly enough, one of the guys on the show, uh, David Hatcher Childress, I have, a, I think, two books by him. So it was, it was interesting to see him on there. And
1: so it's basically your fucking fault that the guy's succeeding? Yes, I, I bought two of
0: his books, so he, therefore they must put him on a documentary. About the same subject. Nuts.
1: So I, want, I do want to have callers come in, and I see—I see we're starting to get a few, um, or and I see people in the chat room and all that. So, um, but what I do want to kind of find out is, like, off the top of your head, like, what are some what are some documentaries that really stick out that are theatrical, that like really are kind—I of, mean, because if you think of stuff, there's like *Captain* *Captain* was a big one, American movie. Um, I mean, there's a lot, like, there's a lot that have come out, obviously. Columbine and all that kind of stuff, but is there anything that kind of sticks out as, like, first of all, the first uh, the first documentary that you saw that actually woke you up to the medium, and then further beyond that, is there anything you've seen recently that kind of sticks out? Well, I have one. I have one for that.
2: It's,
0: uh, I've seen documentaries before, but one that was about films itself that I consider, uh, the, well, as far as I know, the best documentary I've ever seen is The Battle for Citizen Kane, it's on that two-disc Criterion Citizen Kane disc. It's a I think it's two hours, maybe a little over, and it's an amazing, amazing documentary. It shows the rise and fall of both Orson Welles and William Randolph Hearst, and how the film brought them together, and ultimately their downfall. Really, really well done.
1: That's cool. How I, I asked you about theatrical documentary,
0: and I'm, you go. To, and well, I'm you telling you that it, no, you said it could be theatrical. You should think it could be, but I'm just telling you, this is one of them.
1: Yeah. No, that's cool. Um, well, I mean, like, did you, uh, you saw RKO, right? With I the, did not, no, I, I saw, I saw the other one. Oh, uh, yeah, was Rock? It wasn't good. That was a nightmare. But, uh, no, no, that, that just came up since great. And then, you know, if you want to talk about, like, feature-length documentaries that are on DVDs, I mean, the, uh 12 Monkeys uh, There's a lot of really, really, really cool ones um, yep. But if you do like, If you look down the list of the, of the top 10 grossing theatrical Documentary films, it's kind of weird uh, Number one by far Obviously is Fahrenheit and 9-11 Which is, uh, it's a documentary But it's obviously also got some, some Narrative that's somewhat You know, some of it might not be Exactly, you know, completely non-fiction The way he interprets it um, Then you've got March of the Penguins which is which is a good movie, uh, Earth, which is it's a little on the so sad side, side, though. You know. Thank you. The, uh, the, did you see, did you see? I'm sure you saw Planet Earth. Yes, I did. The uh, okay, well, Earth was the one that came out fairly recently that was kind of like a condensed version of that. Um, Sicko, the other Michael Moore, Inconvenient Truth, the gore movie, Bowling for Columbine, Madonna, Truth or Dare.
0: Why is that on the
1: list? That's hilarious. Uh, Religious and Wing Migration and Supersize Me. And, and honestly, in that list, I don't know if, if any of them are like ones... I mean, falling for Columbine is a powerful movie, but I, I don't know if any of those would really kind of be ones that I would list if I were recommending documentaries to people.
0: Well, truth or dare, obviously.
1: Kind of, or dare, obviously. Son of a bitch. I was one of the people that paid for that damn ticket, too. What a mistake. Well, where
0: else are you going to see Madonna uh, perform show on a, a
1: water bottle? I don't know, but it, it was uncomfortable. The whole movie was just a nightmare. But, uh, oh, we lost the caller, good. <laughs> I guess they're really excited.
0: Um,
1: but the good thing is there's, there's like, there's really a lot, a lot of really kind of high-profile documentaries that are going to be coming out, and and I think it's good. I think it's a good step, although I'm never going to see The Cove. But uh, it's neat. It's neat to see. you going to go see The Cove when meet. it comes out? I'll, I'll see Martin Cove. <laughs> you like Martin Cove? I do. He's
0: great. That's he was in um actually he was in a film I saw the other day, and not Karate Kid. It was uh, it was something. He was it was like a cop film or something. Not the hell I can't remember. He
1: he had like a he had like a little career for himself for a while. Like he he, he parlayed the Karate Kid into like uh. No, no, this is
0: before Karate
1: Kid. Oh, son of a bitch. He was well. uh, I mean, we have to we have to go through the Martin Cove filmography now, don't we? Yes, we do. Yeah, in fact, holy shit, it's it's huge.
0: It's huge. What did he do before the Crota? See if it was one of those.
1: Um, Blood Tide, The White Buffalo, Four Deuces, The Original (sighs) Death Race Two Thousand. I think you're probably thinking of uh, Steel Justice. It was after. Because that was kind of like his big attempt Maybe to so. be a star. All right. Yeah, and and then uh, he would, you know, the thing is, he he's he's kind of a sneaky sneaky guy because he's in everything. He is in dozens and dozens of movies a year. Like, like the past two years alone, he did Bare Knuckles, Immortally Yours, Ballistica, Carmen's Kiss, Dark Games, Memphis Rising, Middlemen, I Am Somebody, Beyond the Ring, Lost Warrior, The Dead Sleep Easy. He's fucking. Prodigious. I, 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 and Martin Cove, thank, thank heavens, has taken care of himself. He's still in fantastic shape. This pleases me. Be in the,
0: I wonder if he'll be in the remake, like a little cameo. What do you mean? The remake of Karate Kid.
1: No. Although, who would you say is a latter-day Martin Cove? Oh, wow like, I, mean, who I you... don't even know If anyone
0: approaches his Prevore I Also like making up shit
1: Looking at the Looking at the chat room A few folks have mentioned Some good documentaries Obviously Grizzly Man Being one of the classics Great movie And I don't think You've seen that yet No I haven't, no, I haven't. Yeah that's great King of Kong I, I, it's Fun That's def- um, You know what's a good A really good Like kind of Surprising documentary that most people don't give credit to is um, *Doll Man Versus Demonic Toys*. That's a very good one. I did see
0: that. I did
1: see that. Because, first of all, who would have thought that so much drama could be mined from such benign subject matter—a a shrunken gentleman squaring off against toys with attitude? Do you agree? I do. I love the film. Yeah. They need to, it's a shame that Full Moon went under, because, I mean, there are so many possibilities that they could have taken. I mean, Dollman versus, I mean, what what wouldn't Tim Thomerson square off against in this day and age? <laughs> but now that they're gone, I wonder what Richard Band is doing. Is, it, would you, is he the one that you saw in concert?
0: Yeah, no, yes, it is, actually. Yeah, he was pimping his, um, uh, crap, what was it? Gingerbread Man or something, or something like that. Damn it, that was a long time ago. Thank you for bringing it up, though.
1: You're the one who put money in that guy's pumping pockets. sure did. did. How How could I not?
2: What?
0: How could you pass up up the opportunity to see Richard Band?
1: Very fucking easy. (laughs) If you look at... uh, Although I, he the, some of the scores, some of the soundtracks to those movies were like, you know, the, the Stuart you know, the Stuart Gordon and uh well, that's about it. Fucking nightmare. Um, <laughs> then then there's the aspect of first of all, no one cares. And there's Charles Band, Richard Band, who else? Is there another band in the band clan?
0: Yes is um no, no. Like, oh. Carl Band, maybe. <laughs> and he, he was in charge of me oh. in charge of, uh, advertising. In
1: charge of uh, advertising. That would explain a lot. Did you see uh, Funny People yet? Funny People. No. No. No.
0: Because I thought it was a remake, Sh- remake of the Ben Midler film.
1: Oh, yeah, so right. stay away. I saw the shit out of that movie. Saw the shit out of it. Really. I watched. I watched it with mine eyes. Did you, like it? you, did you like it? I tell you, I did not really like it that much. And I like Judd Apatow a lot. And actually, Sandler's really good in And that's that's not easy for somebody like me to say. But uh, yeah, I was disappointed. I, it was kind of disjointed, kind of went off on different tangents, and some of them worked and some of really didn't. All the uh, the cast was mostly good though. I mean, I liked a lot of the folks in it. But yeah, it, ultimately, I was like. The last act was fucked. Was fucking dumb. How was Bat Midler? She was fantastic. She played half of really? the planet. <laughs> I hate that. Midler. Does she Bette. have any songs? songs. Like a... No. I, I wouldn't mind. Would that make... Is it bad to say that?
0: No. Hey, what's bad is his no, echo is okay. pissing me off.
1: Don't bother me. I'm not really listening to you anyway. Well, who does? I don't. So, Steve, what kind of what kind of uh, news have you heard in the, in the world of uh, film that excites you? Nothing at all. Nothing at all. Hey, I should, I should run a website. Yeah, you should. I, I don't think you run much, I Do See, they're doing, doing a are doing a Oh, okay. That's. Cutting edge. Did, uh, they're doing a remake of uh, The Orphanage already. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know I don't know what to say to that. I don't know what to say to that.
0: Remake of The Orphanage. You, you, did you see the original? No. I know the ending. There's no no, no need for me to see it.
1: No need to see it. Huh. The or, the ending is is irrelevant. You know the ending. You know the ending of uh, Orphan as well. You're, wait, that's what you're talking about. You're not even thinking of the Guillermo del Toro movie. You're thinking of the movie that just came out. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you're a goddamn idiot. <laughs>
0: Steve,
1: why do you let why do you let me down so much? It's all um, I live for. Man, you just make me sad. You just hurt. No, I'm my, sorry. My, my my soft areas are just so sad. <laughs> the tenders. Yeah. So you, you're going to see G.I. Joe tomorrow night at midnight, right? Absolutely. I'll be there. I'll
0: actually open, the open the theater.
2: I'm going to be there. It
1: though. I'm seeing it tomorrow night at midnight because I'm excited as fuck about it now. Right. The hype, is, the hype has gotten to me. Little Jesus G.I. Joe is going to be great. I'm excited. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> more more photographs of Vanessa, Vanessa Hudgens naked, gotta check them out Okay, there we go, solved um, The thing about it, you know what's great is like Steven Summers is actually on the He's on the he's on the way back He's on the way fucking back I feel good, Why do you say that? I feel good about it Why do I say that? It's because if G.I. Joe It, it looks like if just a complete assault on logic and the senses and that's what we need that guy to do Michael Bay is is see I saw, I really kind of after Summers kind of dropped the ball there was like a void sort of and then I think Bay and to a lesser extent some other guys kind of satisfied that quotient of stuff that's you know you could just have a good time and just be completely numbed because you know Renny Harlan fell from grace those kind of guys kind of disappeared a little. but um, I think Summers I think he's more equipped than, like, Rob Cohen or Michael Bay. And uh, not necessarily saying anything bad about those, but, you know, love that they're out there, but as far as, like, that certain kind of pulpy, um, res- deeply researched appreciation of old shit, not necessarily that he's done a great job of conveying it on screen, but Summers is actually, he knows his shit in terms of the old, the old material that he inspires, is inspired by. Maybe Joe Joe's kind of a, a means to an end to allow him to kind of get back to that.
0: He certainly knows I it, but he, he also he, he also though has the the good fortune of always having billions of dollars behind him in the studio that will support whatever crazy idea he has at least until he gets into the middle of making the film.
1: I, I don't think um I don't think that's the case anymore though I don't think G.I. Joe was a project a lot of guys were killing for I mean it, I think it was, they may they may have well given it to somebody who is just a just an average, either a good second unit director or somebody who's kind of like, um, you know, like the, the, the middle tier kind of guys. And I guess Summers has kind of dropped it, dropped to there, but he went, he embraced it, he like 100% of gusto and, and just caution in the wind and all that. And I think that's that's a good thing. I, I want I want him to do well, you know, because I mean, Deep Rising, mummy, there's 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 much value in that. Much value And I wonder You know another guy Who kind of Whatever happened To Barry Sonnenfeld In terms of Kind of being One of the go to guys For those kind of movies Jesus Come to know Because God he's just been Like fucking Did he do RV He did RV That was That was Barry Sonnenfeld
0: No Robert Williams
1: I think so Let me check
0: I mean fucking What's he done man Since Men in Black 2 though because that, yeah, he should, he should have yeah. been put out of his misery for that one.
1: That was not; it wasn't great. It's fucking, it's not a big deal. Well, Wild West was more of an affront than Men in Black too, I think. Did he direct that? In his coming films, and there's just a bunch of things that are possible. Damn it! He sure he did. Really he did, he did. Wild, Wild, West. Wild West. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a caller in who we got out there, calling from somewhere way beyond. Hello, caller. Hello.
0: Hello, Nick and Steve. Hello. Who's, yes, who's this? Uh, this is Dan from London called, uh, hello, Blue Boyle on the on, on the boards.
2: Awesome. How hey, are oh, you go. doing, my man?
0: I'm, I'm all right. I can't talk for long because I've got a baby here, a six-week-old son, and this call is quite expensive. Um, I just wanted to say I saw... Uh, Red Belt recently, which is
1: uh, pretty awesome. Just wanted to see if you guys have seen that. Yes, yes, um, absolutely. You, you, hey, stay on as long as you want, and then hang up whenever you need to. Stay and, and I'll, we'll keep kind of going. Um, okay, Red, yeah, Belt my, yeah, um, Red Belt made my. Yeah, Red Belt was on my top fifteen uh, of. Oh, right. my, what was it two years ago? Two years ago. Was it two years? Oh. Yeah, two thousand eight. Yeah. Two years ago. 2008. Yeah, so it was on my top fifteen of last year.
0: Okay. Uh, uh, looks like I've got to go because my uh, baby's actually starting to cry. Uh, just want to say, in, in the other news, I saw over here in, in a magazine over here, Robert Patterson has been voted the sexiest man in the world. I'm just wondering, uh, is that actually going to make you explode? Okay. Cheers. Okay.
1: Thanks, man. Thanks. Actually, I voted for because he gets a <laughs> penis. Pe- gets my penis meaty hard if you know. Man. His fucking eyebrows oh, annoy Robert. you though
0: know. what is it with you and eyebrows well it depends depends on who they are God,
1: you are so critical of the weirdest fucking shit
0: well here's the thing my right? eyebrows are so fucked up you'd think with all the money he's got he could at least go to get them fucking tweezed every now and then
1: ask his money Funny. maker eh uh, well don't chin, shave your his money, chin money maker kind of, his chin's kind of fucked too it's like one of the golden rules of Hollywood never shave your money maker Jesus, Steve. But you know what? Um, as far as uh, the kind of one of the sneaky great movies, uh, and Mamet, of course, is always kind of the guy that's gonna do that. You know, make the little movies that there's like a notch or two short of being like perfect. Like, like something like Spartan is great, but it requires a certain, certain mindset to really get it. other than like Glenn Gary, most of his stuff is is like that, where it's like it's just a little off center. So that you can't recommend it blindly to the people that necessarily wouldn't l li- at those kind of movies. But they're they're great to the people that to the you know that, that it works for. Speaking of people that it works for I think we got Justin on the phone here. Hey old timer.
2: What's up guys? Getting the hey. call in. My call ended early. Call in Hanks. I heard you guys talking about Martin Cove and then I had a I had to get away. Not because I didn't want to listen, but
1: I love Martin Cove. I love me some serious Martin Cove.
2: How come those two haven't teamed up, David Mamet and Martin Cove? Well, sorry, you missed that conversation.
1: To, no, have you, haven't you been to Vegas and seen the show?
2: Seen, seen the what? It's
1: an institution. The Ma- Mamet Cove in Vegas, it's an institution. <laughs> they perform tricks. They, uh, they cook together. They have a little cooking show. And then they, uh, they, they get a pinata and they fill it with uh, human excrement and it into the crowd. Pretty great. great. And Cove. I think there, there's a little bit of a lawsuit going on, because Cove is trying to... He wants it to be called Cove and Matt. And uh, there's a debate. There's a debate over whose name has the biggest draw.
2: Well, you're right about one thing. Cove, he does look good, Martin Cove. He's got to be in his 60s now. Yeah. He's in great, he is in great shape. He's like Dorian Gray. Without the painting.
1: Fuck Dorian Gray. They should rename it the picture of Martin Cove. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so uh Justin, is there any documentaries that you believe in your greatness?
2: Documentaries to recommend? I've mm-hmm. seen? Uh, no. I've I'm not big I'm not huge on documentaries actually.
1: Well you don't um, like real life being done in a sure way?
2: I, mean, I have to think. I mean, I, every once in a while, I watch one. Everybody got excited about that—that that one that came out last year. The—the the one where the guy was murdered. Remember that? Devin. Devin really. Can
1: liked you elab- it. can you elaborate some more?
2: I can't remember the, <laughs> the name of it. It was so depressing. It was uh, a. The guy was, got guy got murdered, and his parents were looking for answers. And it, it, his the murderer, um, his uh, the it, it turned out to be his. Ex-girlfriend or, or girlfriend that murdered him. I think ex-girlfriend. And then she was pregnant with his kid. It was an awful story. It was really, really terrible. Um, but that was a big documentary last year that kind of a lot is, of people watched. Is it Dear,
1: is it Dear Zachary?
2: Dear Zachary. That's it. That's someone on the board. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I, think, uh, I think Devin. He confessed to being a fucking bawling, baby, pussy, crying bitch when he saw that,
2: right? Yeah, it's a a horrific story. Um, It's very sad. Um,
1: A baby crying baby bitch.
2: Hard to recommend, I'd say, but, um, you know, the the parents are great people, obviously. um, But, man, is that a tough movie to watch. That's kind of one I watched. That's the documentary that I saw.
1: Did you cry like a little baby bitch?
2: I think I did tear up. I will say I did, I did tear up. I, I teared up. I watched the, the ending of Ghost. Uh, what's that movie? Ghost Story. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost. 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 Dad. No, the Ricky Gervais movie Ghost Town that came out last year. I teared oh, up. To, I right. Teared up at that too. So I'm easy. When it comes God to tearing damn. up, I I teared you're, up a little bit of Funny Funny People.
1: You're what they call the business a mark.
2: I'm easy. Actually, when whenever you, you guys were talking people? about that Cove and Mammoth make-believe, uh, uh, you know, re- review out in Vegas, I teared up a little bit.
1: Don't peel back the veneer and act as not real, because <laughs> this is real. That's just as real as it gets.
2: This isn't acting.
1: Tell me, why did you? Why did you? What part of funny people made you be a little fucking baby ball and pussy? Did you see it? Yes. I
2: don't know. Uh, you know, a couple so, parts with Sandler, you know, feeling regret. I teared watching
1: up. Watching his own stand-up, watching his own, watching his fucking horrible life taking on, taking two girls in the fucking back end.
2: <laughs> Seeing Paul Reiser on screen again, had me tearing up.
1: Seeing uh, Dave Attell, a bunch of... It was, did you, did you feel it was a little disjointed too?
2: Yeah, that's the big complaint. I didn't have a problem with, as much with the third act as everybody it's else busy. did.
1: You probably couldn't tell with all your fucking tears.
2: I didn't, I couldn't tell, you're right. Um, but, you yeah, I thought, know, I thought it was, a. a it's probably, I can't, I don't think it's going to make a lot of money, I, I, but I think it's an interesting film by um, Apatow. I think he'll run screaming yeah, back I, to a silly film after this, though.
1: I appreciate it. I just yeah. think that... Uh, and actually, I think Sandler really did a good job. I'm happy with his performance.
2: Yeah, well, I like—I always like Sandler. I mean, I know that's not a popular opinion, but I always liked him. Um, I always think he, um, yeah, he's always been an interesting performer to me. So I wasn't too surprised to see him be able to be able to pull that off. Um, but he—he he is in a lot of bad movies. I will give you that. But um, he's usually good in his dramatic work. I think.
1: Yeah, no, I I I I don't like Punch Drunk, but I, I like uh I like Spanglish, I like his work in Spanglish and I like I like his work in um What was the other movie? There was another one that he was He uh, did that movie Rain
2: Over Me, which I thought Right, was, right, exactly. I thought he was very good in that, but I, I didn't think the movie was great, but I thought he was very good in
1: it.
2: Sure you didn't like him in fifty first dates? <laughs> I probably did like just him in it, that. I can't remember that movie too well.
1: Started, started bawling like a little baby queen bitch.
2: <laughs> That's like the Drew Barrymore memento comedy, right?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. The only thing that film is noteworthy for is that it uh, it features McCartney's Another Day song.
1: You said noteworthy, Steve.
2: <laughs> I did. Paul McCartney's on tour, Steve. Yes, I know this. Are you going to go?
0: I certainly am not. It's $4,000 to see him. It's can piss off.
1: I, that's a lot to watch Paul McCartney riding on a Viking and, well, and I, have I a like I'm handle all this.
2: I feel like I'm interrupting. Um, why don't you guys go back to talking? What you're talking about is listen. Like I'm, like I'm calling in, I'll chime in every once in a while. Cause you guys had a good momentum going, and then I called in. No, isn't, that momentum, is that the,
1: isn't that Adam Sandler's Fifty First Days? This momentum remade. Hey, how do you, Justin and Steve? How do you guys feel about the possibility of the Rob Marshall doing? doing Caribbean. I'm not. It's not a black guy. So You're you you
2: fucking up there. What did you say? The Pirates of the Caribbean. He's doing them. He's he's. Yeah, There's he a is. rumor
1: that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Rob Marshall, the musical guy.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. What does it matter? It matters. After the being after the first one, who cares?
1: It fucking matters, man. Doesn't. You gonna cry? The, no, no. But I'll tell you. I, for some reason, I still feel like um, if, if handled right, I can, I could I could swing Jack Sparrow again. I can handle Jack Sparrow up in this again.
2: Well, he hasn't. Some people would argue he hasn't been handled right since the first movie, right?
1: No, that's true. It's true. He hasn't. But he, it's not his. I mean, like he still, he still goes, gives it a gusto in the world. Yeah. What if he still likes doing it. He, well, I don't think want, unless he, unless he wants to buy, like, like a space station or something.
2: I think they should hand the, hand the reins to Penny Marshall. Screw Rob Marshall.
1: I don't I like was you. dead. Speaking of Marshall, that was an uncomfortable cameo in Funny People, the M&M scene.
2: No, that's that's probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie.
1: Hey, I love the guy, but that that what well, he's like—he's got—he's—he's he's making eyes with Ray Romano. That part's funny.
2: Yeah, that's the part I'm talking about. That's the only part he's in.
1: I know, but the, but the conversation at the at the table is stiff as fuck.
2: Oh, I thought it was alright. He's telling—he's telling, he's telling Sam he should—he should have just died. I thought that was an interesting little conversation. But uh, that Ray Romano cameo was great.
1: <clears throat> and plus, and how often are you going to say that?
2: Plus, Apatow's a he's a admitted uh, admitted. everybody loves Raymond fan. He loves it.
1: Fucking douchebag.
2: Guess who else loves it? Right here.
1: Who? No, you don't.
2: Yeah, you know I love it.
1: I know you've watched it a couple of times.
2: Uh, you know I, I love it. Hard. How can
0: you like it? I mean, it's gross and funny, sir. I expect more from you. We'll watch it together. I'll convert you. No, you won't. Actually, you might. That would suck even more.
1: Why don't you reach down and punch your own vagina, Justin? Because that's fucked. <laughs> reach down and do it. You know what's Okay, okay. now it's time. Apatow, that, that Asian guy, Ken, Ken Jong needs everything. to go.
2: He's in I everything, believe. man, that kid, guy.
1: I know. And because he's kind of like the gimmick character and stuff now, he's in all the trailers for everything. He like is. He has to be pro- prominent in the fucking trailers for everything.
2: Don't, don't Whoa. That's me. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to get on the boards. Um, well, look
1: at your clock. Is it, was it amateur hour? <laughs> Dude,
2: <laughs> this, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, <clears throat> you got to, I mean... That guy's fine. He's not. He's not terrible. I, I don't want to see him go. Ken. Ken what's his taken name? Doctor Ken or something? Doctor Ken. Yeah. yeah. He's part of the troupe. He, he is definitely in every comedy that's coming out. That's true.
1: Yeah. I, I, he's okay in small doses, but he's he's kind of like Rob Schneider in a way now. It's like he's kind of like the uh, easy just the you know, and he's. Oh God, that trailer for Dis, for Despicable Me was a nightmare. Yeah, like, oh God, fuck. Off. <laughs>
2: the the cartoon what? Despicable Me with uh yeah, it's like you've, it's you've like grown.
1: everyone, all the people I don't need. Well yeah, actually, there's some good people in there, but I'm, it's just like basically somebody went through all the, the, the like the names of the it the it comedy people and threw them into one fucking pot.
2: You got some hate going on. You don't. What? You don't like anything anymore.
1: I love some. I love some shit.
2: Steve is envious. He's envious of your hate. No, I'm not. I'm,
1: I, he can have it. I like, I love I like everything now. I like these Vanessa Hudgens photos. They're pretty good.
2: Yeah, she's got some new naked photos, right? Yeah,
1: that's good. That's good shit. I'm for it.
2: I didn't see. I didn't see them. How, how are they looking? She's she probably cute.
1: She's fine. I just, like to, I just like I just like, she's beginning her fucking, she's starting to have her meltdown, and she's going to start fucking, up. I love it. I love seeing that.
2: Is she showing, is she showing um, top and she's bottom, not or is she showing top?
1: She's teasing the bottom. It's kind of like just little, a little heat triangle, but not much.
2: Mm. No good shadow?
1: i not good. No, but it's, it's, it's still doable. It's fine. It's good, you know, it's good to see. It's good to see it out there.
2: Did Steve call it the good shadow?
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it, Steve, go ahead and tell the story about that. What movie that's in uh, reference to?
2: What movie it's
0: in reference to? I thought oh, it was an know event. You what movie it
1: started with? I thought it was All no, Nine Yards. Jesus. Really? See, I thought it was an event. No, no. I thought
0: it was an mean, event.
1: No, it was. We were was, at
0: a convention oh and we saw yeah. this. We saw no. We were at a convention and we saw a girl. No, wearing that's yeah.
1: No, fucker. It's it, it's in the, uh, the whole nine yards. Amanda Pete's upstairs. She comes out of the room, and there's a shadow covering her face Oh, pants. right. Well, yeah, that is true. Yeah. So it, it don't even fucking play me, Dana. No, I just was mistaken. I was mistaken on my
0: good shadow references. Apologize. Yeah, that is exactly where no, it's from. Yes. Well.
1: Yeah. So it, it, it's a subtle. It's a subtle thing. It's very. It's very subtle and it's sexy. But uh, I think. it's I think, it's, I think it's good That uh, those is kind of uh, Naked I like it that's, that's the best That's the best thing As long as Zach Efron Doesn't become that It's fine Steve did you watch The trailer for The Lovely Bones Hmm what I, I would say no What am I stupid I no. God damn it
0: I
2: watched it Justin you w- you, did
1: I did I, I, I They show way too much
2: They did I actually watched I read the book Have you read the book Yes, I have. Um, You're right. I think they kind of do show too much. Um, I don't... I know that they got rid of... um, You know, Wahlberg stepped in for Ryan Gosling. Because they thought Gosling was too young or something. But, I mean, Wahlberg doesn't look that much older than old Gosling. It's not like he looks like he's in his 40s or anything. You know, in that trailer. Gosling's always looked young. (laughs) Even Even when he was old.
1: Over yeah. over oh. there by the pond with, with the other ones. Yeah, I think <laughs> I
0: like Wahlberg, good.
1: I I want Wahlberg to do well though. I want I want him to I want him to succeed. I want him to do well. Who yeah. knows? He might rock this one.
3: He's got yeah. fancy
1: hair. Maybe alien hair. But, but no, no, looks it's more um like. Uh, Picturesque than I, than I expected I, I really thought it was going to be Kind of a really subdued And um, you know monochromatic movie And instead it's bright, vibrant, dreamy And, and uh, kind of uh, somewhat magical I mean, I know that the subject matter There's the whole, you know, her heaven and all that But I didn't realize it was going to be quite like that It's interesting to see uh, To see if if there's any if, if Jackson's able to convey subtlety In that movie Because, yeah. I mean, one of the things about the book I mean, the book's not necessarily subtle, but it's not its not what dreams may come. You know, it's not, like, really kind of, you know, a showpiece for visuals. And this one looks like it has a balance of, the, obviously, the very emotional stuff, but a lot of, like, really flashy, um, heightened visuals. I wasn't expecting that.
2: I thought it was interesting that he, he introduced the trailer, and he's like, this is a movie star, Mark Wahlberg, Susan Sarandon and um, Rachel Weisz, but like the kids are kind of the stars of, the stars of that film. What's up, Peter Jackson? And
1: he first of all he says Susan Sarandon.
2: Is that is that how you say and her he name? Said, I guess it must be. Eh?
1: No, that oh, Australians say it. But um, the best part, and he goes featuring and featuring the Tooch.
2: <laughs> He's like we got Mark Wahlberg, Chris. Chris Sarandon's ex-wife, <laughs> Aronofsky, Rachel
1: Weiss, Rachel Weisz, uh, and then the Tooch.
2: The Tooch. The, Play, the, the Stanley playing against type in that film.
1: <laughs> Slightly, but he uh, actually no, I, I think it's it's a continuation of his fine work in The Pelican Brief. Hello. <laughs> Uh, On the message boards, Tati says he fell asleep fifteen minutes into Tyson. Uh, How do you fall asleep in the middle, in the beginning of fucking compelling drama? Fucking Mike Tyson talking into a fucking screen. Maybe he's tired. Poor Tati. Makes me sad. Uh, He says, but uh, he pronounces it Tati when he's on the board or on the phone, so maybe. Maybe I won't say "tati" anymore. I'm a little bit effeminate. I didn't. I did not Steve, see that. Did, uh,
2: did you see? Did you see that movie, the Tyson documentary?
1: That I just yeah. Well, I watched it this morning before the show. Oh, you did. So yes, yeah. That that was uh, one of Steve. That's what kind of Steve and I were talking about documentaries.
2: Oh, earlier. sorry, I missed
1: all that. We we kind of we we narrowed it down to like the best documentaries. Um, and we narrowed it down to Dom's of Demonic Toys*.
2: I'm not a big fan of the real life. I don't, I don't like watching movies about real life. I like the fake stuff.
1: Uh oh, lawsuit. lawsuit! Plagiarizing her fucking Twilight books. First of all, the, you can't. Those can't be plagiarism, because they're so fucking bland.
2: So you're saying that How she, can you be? Pla- she, who's accusing her of, of plagiarism?
1: Um, uh, an author by the name of J. Craig Williams. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, Jordan Scott. Jordan okay. Scott wrote a book called *The Nocturne*. And then uh, apparently *Breaking Dawn* is a, is a ripoff of it. But folks, they all are shit.
2: The last book in the series. J-
1: I would bet dollars to donuts that Jordan Scott's a piece of shit as well <laughs> trying to, trying to cash in you fucking hack
2: he's probably listening right now well done
1: <laughs> yeah uh, odds are odds are strong she's
2: got, she's got the most she's got the most money by the way she probably can ha- she could probably handle a lawsuit like this
1: she's got the most money
2: oh yeah You can see the eyebrows up that guy well, while he's at it. I think it's j k Rowling and then it's um. And then it's Stephanie Meyer.
1: I hope you're not serious.
2: And then it's author Martin Cove coming in third.
1: <laughs> I think the guy who wrote The Shack is probably up there, too. That fucking puss ass. Hope his fucking balls fly off. And the and the author of The Secret. The Goosebumps.
0: Very
2: rich. These people are rich. You're talking about <laughs> rich people.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Steve, for... R.L. Stein reference. Oh, that's fucking... That's, that's sweet. You, get, that's sweet.
2: You, guys, you guys got some hate for Stephanie Meyer, right?
1: You got a hate for turning the volume down on your
2: computer. I just did. I actually, I actually got to get going. I got to jump in and jump off.
1: Well, look at your watch. Does it say small time?
2: <laughs> well, I, I'll let you guys get back to your, your conversation without me. It's probably a lot better. We're just gonna talk about you.
1: I just I just hung up on him. Fuck him.
2: Dude, my echo's gone.
1: <laughs> oh, fucking judge. Right. Uh, it's great. <laughs> Let's just talk about baseball for 12 minutes.
0: Hey, why not?
1: No, yeah, I, don't I, scare, our, I don't want to scare. I want to scare our reader, our reader and listener away. Finally, something um, I pay attention to. Yeah, is there anything that you have passion about on TV or, or in? coming out in theaters wow no
0: not really nothing not for films for tv no not really I mean, I mean, no you know I me mean, i just watch like the i just watch the history channel and discovery channel and all that stuff i'm trying to uh, improve
1: my, don't even my accurate, mental don't even yeah,
0: that's bullshit i don't have time I for i don't have time for silly tv shows that's a nightmare
1: Did, so are you not excited about district nine
0: Yet, uh, yeah, I'll see it. But I don't. I don't know. It's hard for me to get excited over trailers anymore. I just don't. They're all so bad. It looks good, and it's rated R, which is great. Yeah,
1: I, you know, I, you know I'm it. just looking for. I really think this Bloomcamp Camp guy is gonna be. Uh, Camp is gonna actually, so, like, be something. Like, I hope so. Like somebody who's actually worth following. Yeah, that would be he great. Needs to have serious serious chops that would be good though I mean,
0: you should never wish against that the more the merrier because there's you, so much shit out there
1: no I'm being serious I think Zombie going to be fun. it looks like it's going to be pretty solid can't, can't hate that no I don't really hate
0: anything coming out
1: I'm just did uh, you, did you, did you did you watch the new Coen Brothers trailer
0: uh no. You need to. You really need to. All right, I'll go check it out
1: then. There's I to it right now. It. There's nobody famous in it. It's like a really weird like guy, but it's Good. a great trailer. It's like a really great trailer. Um there's a couple there's a couple of things I'm starting to get really kind of excited about now though. It's like there's a few movies like that actually seem like they're going to be Legit, like really, like, legit classic type movies. And, and when was the last time, you know, there was that kind of vibe There's actually stuff going on that's worth anticipating? Because we've been burned so many times.
0: Yeah, but what are you talking about specifically?
1: Um, where the Wild Things are. Really? Looks By Jones? It's incredible. Every I mean, time
0: I see the, the trailer cool. in theaters, every time I see the trailer in theaters, with a crowd, people are completely baffled by it,
1: which is even more reason to expect it to be great. Because if you look at the shit people respond to in the theater, it's usually a case by case, basically proving the point of the, that the audience, the mainstream audience, is a bunch of fucking idiots.
0: Did you read that the uh, kid? We,
1: uh, I did. Yeah, I did. And actually, it's funny because I've been I've been working on a couple of little um a little children's books lately. And that one I keep going back to. Like, Sendak's, like, really, really, the storytelling in that thing is uh, pretty breathtaking. And, and the art style is something like, I, I, when I kind of got into comics and was really into, like, the really kind of showy art, I kind of pissed on that. I treated it like it was shit. And in reality, that's actually really brilliant stuff. Hey, we got a caller. I'm going to pull it in. I'm not familiar with the t- area code. Let's see who this is. Hello?
0: Hello?
3: I'm Jordan Scott. Hello, who's this? Uh, TJ. Who? T.J. My name's T.J. T- T.J. T.J. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, uh, you, you guys were talking about like passion for movies before, and there's something interesting, like, because lately, like, for the past, like, I don't know, like, I'd say like five years, my passion for movies is just like, gone, uh, like right the fuck down, like. Damn it, T.J., it sounds like you're gonna kick some ass. Uh, no, it's just to, to me like there's this so much crap like you guys were talking about before like there's so much shit coming out and there's like nothing really to be excited about. Right, Man. that's why you always go back to the the old films you you like. Yeah, well, it,
0: the, it's the, just why go pay twenty dollars or ten dollars to go see a film in theaters that you're probably gonna hate yeah, or to it, let you down at the at best.
3: It's just like you see so much money being spent on absolute shit. And you're like, why should I be interested in it? All it's going to be is like $100 billion movies coming out that this shit. And there's no reason for me to care. Why not just go back and watch the old movies that were good? I agree with you entirely. And,
1: and why, it, why don't people ever put the lotion in the basket?
0: Oh, God. It sounds like. How do you. How do you. Feel I'm, not about, um, it, I'm not agreeing with him. I'm not agreeing with him because it sounds like he'll kill me.
1: No, no, no. How do you? Like okay, how do how do you feel about uh, now? You watched the Wild Things trailer, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah it it looks you, phenomenal. Yeah, it, it looks really looks like fucking.
1: Good. Like it looks, it looks fresh. It looks like this is like, like this is, this is movie making without without a net
3: in some respect. Nah, well, to me, like and, I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm, <clears throat> as a viewer, I'm like a really visual person. So, like, and this, that thing to me is just like, when I saw it, I've, I've never read the, the, the book, but when I just saw it, just from a purely visual perspective, I was just, I was blown away by it. It just looks fucking amazing.
1: Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, a lot of movies that are geared towards kids, most of them actually, and, it, and it's fine, you're being sold a bill of goods. Like, they're trying to elicit a very synthetic response. Exactly. And that movie looks like it's legitimately going to earn it. You know, it looks like it's something that's going to actually...
3: Because most most of those movies, they treat, like, it seems like that they treat the audience just like, uh, I'm I'm trying to look for a good, like you said, synthetic. And it's, it's it's not just those kind of movies. It's just like every kind of movie just seems like processed and mechanical. It doesn't seem like... You know, I mean, even, I mean, there has been a few movies, like, even if they were bad, you, you get that kind of genuine feeling out of them that they were at least trying to do something. But, like, there's movies mm-hmm. coming out that, that everybody says, oh, this is a great movie, it's a great movie, and I watch it. I'm like, it's not that good. It seems like it's just the same old shit. It's just done a little better. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, nope. uh, yeah, that's, that's well, just my opinion. You-
1: Well, the great thing is we're at the end of the summer now. And by the way, I heard from a very credible source that the informant is priceless. It's, like, priceless. Like, like really funny, really funny, crazy movie that's going to blow people away with terms of, like, seeing Matt Damon, like, and Steven Soderbergh kind of really push the envelope. But if you look, there's, like, a lot of stuff that's coming out that either is going to satisfy, like, on a superficial level, like, Shutter Island's probably going to be a really... Entertaining, like for for a Scorsese movie, it's probably going to be something that's like really, um, a little bit more geared towards the mainstream and entertaining. You get right. that you get stuff like what what the Coen Brothers' new one's going to be like, that's completely like a like a, a turn in a different direction. It kind of makes up for some of the stuff that's coming out that we we know is going to be bad. But then again, there's always a chance that something like Book of Eli is going to be surprising.
3: You know, uh, that, that to me that that looked alright. I, mean, I didn't think it looked all that great. Maybe it was the way that they it, it, did the trailer, but it didn't look all that great to me. That's another Maybe. problem.
0: No one is going to put together a great trailer anymore. No. Although no. I'm, I will say that where the wild things are trailer is
3: very good. Oh well, yeah, that's, and I well, never read the books either. The book well, you know, either. I, was, I was actually gonna like, I'm sorry to interrupt you again, man, but uh, I was actually gonna like because there was uh, the Lovely Bones trailer. Now to me, like it was the the beginning of the trailer, like the way they did it, it was like pretty. It's kind of like really. Almost brilliant the way they did it because they set it up like uh, they set it up like kind of like uh, you, you see it's, it seems like a standard like teen coming to life story, and then then she says like then I was murdered, so it kind of like pulls that little curveball on you, you know what I mean? But at yeah, the same time, right. there's like parts of the trail that are really really freaking good, and then there are parts where it's just like eh, that, that was kind of lame, you know what I mean? That was that wasn't all that great. Like, it, you know the, it's it's a little too.
1: A little too sugary. Yeah,
3: yeah. Think, that's, it
1: was, it, some of that trailer. It
3: was a little cheesy. Which, like, but some which some it like looks phenomenal, but like other parts it, of it, it just it looks. It,
1: what I go back to is Jackson did Heavenly Creatures, yeah. and that kind of earns him. I think so. Obviously, he's done some other stuff that may that that's successful, but uh, the Heavenly Creatures to me is is a soulmate. Lovely Bones. I'm hoping, uh, I'm hoping so that the trailer wants to show off, you know, it, it's trying to appeal to the people that would see Crash or see, sure. like, whatever mainstream. So I'm hoping that, 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 that he's kind of really pushed himself as a filmmaker. I really think sure. that he is, he's, with all the tools he has and the ability to do pretty much anything he wants, the fact that he chose that very... Uh, uh, to tells me that it's probably going to be something special. Otherwise, I don't think getting the kind of re- the release it's getting. Now, the Blanker. show is supposed to end in a minute, but I'm going to let it keep going. What will happen is, uh, it's, in 90 seconds, it's going to theoretically end, but we're going to stay live and just keep going. And uh, it might affect the archive, so don't, don't sweat it. Um, but you, you were starting to say something there. I didn't want to interrupt you.
3: No, no. It, it, I said it could. It could turn out brilliant, or it could turn out like a really pretty lifetime movie of the week, which would be really bad. But I don't think that would happen. I was just thinking of that, like, because of the parts of the trailer that look kind of, look kind of sugary, and look cheesy. But at the same time, it's Peter Jackson, and that's probably not going to happen. But there's always that thing where it could turn out like that, somebody could I, say I that. didn't get. We didn't get your name. Uh, I, TJ. I, 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 okay, T.J. Did you see the Hurt Locker? I did not see that yet. And I feel like a really big piece of shit because I didn't see it because I actually took my little brother and my little cousin to see Transformers, which was one of the most horrific fucking movies I've ever seen in like a long time. And I didn't see the hurt locker and I'm thinking to myself, Really, I'm I'm really into movies. I've been in the movies since I was a little kid and I skipped the Hurt Locker and I see fucking Transformers. It's <laughs> <laughs> kinda I, funny though. It, it is funny, but it's kind of not funny because you feel bad. Is it the is
1: theater. it not is it not playing near you anymore? Because that should still be playing. Uh,
3: no, <clears throat> it's not. It's not uh playing near the theater. like this right near me, the one that I go to. But I think it might be playing in New York. Uh, I'm not sure, but tell you one thing. That's
1: one that yeah, that's one worth taking it for. But I, I certainly wouldn't take you know your nephew or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's,
3: it's, well, they can sit through Transformers. Nephew. They can sit through that.
1: That's true, I and actually, it's yeah. Okay, good. You know, what about uh, what about Avatar? How are people feeling about that?
3: I mean, I haven't really seen too much on it. I'm, like, a huge fan of Cameron. Like, I loved Aliens, loved Terminator 1 and 2, uh, hated Titanic, didn't watch any of those uh, underwater documentary movies he was doing. Like, I didn't. I wasn't interested in that. But, I mean, what I've seen of it, it just, to me, it looks like typical like it kind of I don't want to say generic sci-fi movie but like I play a lot of video games and like some of the stuff Mm -hmm. like the concept art and some of the stuff I've heard about it it doesn't seem to me like it's something like really from a story perspective it doesn't seem like anything really like oh shit that sounds pretty crazy like it just seems like it's just going to be about technology the 3d technology but from from story it just doesn't seem like anything like mind-blowing to me. That's yeah, um,
1: I think one of the problems is a lot of these filmmakers that are so on like so like uh, like people like Cameron and Raimi and Spielberg, who who have earned tops twenty fold, they they're not as caught up in, in the modern world in terms of the stuff, the storytelling and and the and the cutting edge advancements that are going on in video games and anime and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think a lot of them what they think is like a transcendent idea. Is it like
3: any old thing. Like, we've seen, like, I'm a big video gamer. Like, that's that's another thing. That's why I said, like, my passion for movies has gone down. Because I've been more into video games than I have been in the movies. And I I, I go in the forums, too, and, you know, I see, like, a really good conversation, like, intelligent conversation. It's rare to see. Like, that's why I go to the the Chud forums, because you usually see that there. But I'm thinking to myself, there's so much shit I'd want to say. But at the same time, that passion for movies really isn't there. So I'm just like I just rather just read the conversations. You know what I mean? So that that kind of passion is, is like that's yeah. why. It's, it's
1: <laughs> and, and 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 granted, they f- each other like like I mean so many video games. So many of them completely steal from film too. Right. But the thing is, the toolbox that they have, they're able to do pretty much whatever they want within the realm of you know whatever their programmers can muster. So right. you know. You can create, like, uh, like um, how the uh, Mass Effect world is. Yeah. Effortless. Not, not, not effortlessly. They obviously spend a lot of time. But in terms of imagining it, it's almost like a film. And like I think it, that, you like know, you can find a way to... You, yeah, you marry those two, uh, those two talents, and, you, and you're onto something. But Avatar, to me, looks like it really doesn't have much to offer. Steve, have you... It, it doesn't, to me, I mean... To that? It,
3: to wow. me it, oh I'm sorry I didn't mean
1: to interrupt. no this was uh, I thought Steve might have been self touching himself
3: <laughs> I was,
1: but I was still listening uh,
3: All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no I was the what i what I was gonna say is like i was when I was playing uh it's, I was playing Gears of War 2 uh the other day, and I'm thinking to myself like this is like literally like they took a summer popcorn movie and put it into like a twelve hour video game. And I was thinking to myself, I'm seeing like a shitload of creativity here that I'm not seeing in movies. You see, you take the same thing, you take like a summer blockbuster movie and everybody's like, oh, it's just mindless. It's got to be a mindless movie, whatever. You know, that's all I want. I just want to be entertained. But at the same time, like, and then when people say, well, why can't there be more? And then those people that want something more, even if it's out of like a mindless summer action movie. They, they get, like, shit on because what were you expecting? But at the same time, what are you expecting? You're expecting creativity. You want some fucking creativity. When you see a movie, it doesn't matter what kind of movie it is. You need something new or else what the fuck are you spending your money for? So, like, when you see that in games, that's why I think games are more popular because people are seeing that creativity, that kind of shit, where they can their imagination is going crazy that you're just not getting from, from movies because movies don't, like... I guess filmmakers just think that the audience doesn't need to use their imagination at all. Well, I think, honest,
1: I think you know? what's happening these, these days, it's become about packaging. So, like, whenever a video game comes into real, re- reality or a, a comic book or, or uh, anything like that, a lot of these guys, it's about packaging. The, the way that they get the financing to make these video games is they're marketing it as a possible feature and a possible yeah. toys and a possible comic book. A lot of these guys, screenwriters who don't have an outlet, so they are pouring these ideas into the video games because, in in a lot of respects, it's purer. It, there's less tampering. You're able to have a a lot more freedom. So I don't think it's as much as um, as Hollywood doesn't have the creativity. I think what's happening is is there's they so many things that it. have to happen. Well, there's so much that has to happen to get a film green lit. Yeah, no, you yeah, have, that's to, you true. have to. You, I mean, and I could speak, you know, from personal experience. Now it's just like there's a lot of stuff that has to happen just to get there. Even a low-budget film, like the movie that we're doing, is so much stuff has had to fall into place a certain way for it to be possible. Right. It's insane. So I mean, I think with the video games, is first of all, the money that they're spending on video games is is, is no no joke, and the money that they're generating with video games is no joke. But you, um, with a film, you can't. You can't make Gears of War as a feature
3: first. No, because you they take a, what they do, is, what's funny, is that they pretty much take something that's not particularly, like, a really, like, and then nobody will play a video game. Nobody's looking for, like, deep characters or really, like, you know, uh, invigorating experience when it comes to that. But they, I don't understand, like, how you could take a video game and dumb it down even more because, not to say that they're necessarily dumb, but... that's what happens like you take something that wasn't like really advanced to begin with and you dumb it down further it's it's, that's that's what they do like it's that's why it's just all this when when i'm looking at it i'm just looking at behind the scenes stuff and talking to people that have worked in the business and I've always wanted to get into filmmaking, and when I think to myself, it's like, you've got to go through all this shit just to get, like, a movie, just to have a fucking vision on a movie. Why the hell do I want to get in that when I have to go through so much shit? Just to, It's not even just an entire movie. It could be, like, scenes. I've heard shit where studios are just, like, getting involved in so much. With, like, there's a certain scene. Well, this can't be black. It's got to be blue. Or I don't want this door to look this way. It's got to be this way. And he's just like, fuck
1: that, you, I don't want to get it out of the head. It's, 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 it's the thing that you have to deal with, but I'll tell you, the shit people will put up with to, to, get to, to be a part of this, yeah. and, and to have their name on that screen, and to be able to contribute to the thing, it's, it's, nothing's ever as you expect it to be, and nothing's yeah. ever as sweet as you expect it to be, but at the end of the day, it's still making movies, and there's nothing that comes close. I think a lot of video games and stuff like that—they're proof of concepts. They're—they're—they're they're basically a means to get the feature made or get the TV series made or whatever. Just like t- a lot of TV shows are created just to get to that five-year mark so they can go into syndication in the real money. It's—you know—the business side of it has to have. Cool. I know what you're saying. I mean, it, it yeah. infuriates me the stuff that happens. But it's just you
3: know—it's it's it's, like—I'm sh- sorry. It's, its to me to put it like in a really simplistic way. It's like shit is treated as a product like it's a it's a product what you're watching is a product like that's when you see like Transformers Revenge of the Fallen piece of shit movie of the year it's a product it's not treated as like I'm not looking at a movie and and then we would say well like something like G.I. Joe that's not like a movie but at the same time you could like what what uh, Devin wrote in the review It seems to me that there was some kind of energy some kind of creativity something put into the movie where you know you you know it's it's a summer action movie you know what i mean that's that's why i'm like going back to that but it's just shit like that feels like a product and it's not even just that that, it's just like other movies like too like drama movies comedy movies it just feels like a fucking like you're on a the, the mechanical line it's just going down and this might be a little different here. This scene might be not. Or this character's a little different than that character. That kind of character was in the movie before that. And it's just like well, my
1: my, man. my take has always been, whatever your lot is at a given time, make the most of it. So, yeah. th- so I love the fact that somebody like like Joseph Kahn would embrace it, embrace the craft, and go and do something like torque. Okay. Yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> bikers make it fucking retarded crazy, <laughs> or like how Wayne Kramer did
3: Running Scared, or how oh, that maybe that's insane. what Summers is doing.
1: Yeah, Summers is, and some, maybe that's the same approach. I mean, hell, Chud just an go, of that. To we me, go
3: it. fucking nuts when you're doing a certain movie. Go fucking crazy, and, and that's just my opinion. I mean, I could say that, but then I don't know how, what it. Took. I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty knowledgeable, but not as knowledgeable as other people. So, like, when I say go nuts, it's probably a lot more difficult to do that than and it would be, though, yeah, just go crazy. I mean, yeah, mean depending see. on the director, if you let
0: them go crazy, they'll put out utter shit. Yeah, so some well, is that's a perfect it. example of that. That awesome. Yeah. yeah, well,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, well, keep in mind, too, though, let's say, if you've got, if you're stuck doing a made-for-TV movie, fuck it, make it just made-for-TV movie. Or if sure. you're doing a direct-to-video thing for the sci-fi channel, go nuts, do Mansquito or, you know, just... Don't don't just. Uh, th- there's no reason ever to be complacent, and that's the thing that you see a lot with the makers is they go the safe route. So you know, uh, For every you know, if you have a shining shining piece of uh, work from one of these guys, the, mixed in with all the shit, it still justifies it. Like, Crank yeah. had no right being as fun as it was. No. You know, and and, uh, and and the list goes on and on and on. So I think you know you, you kind of find what works for you. But yeah. I love video games too. But uh, I, I don't think I don't think anything could really replace film.
3: No, no, no. I'm I w- I'm not saying it I wasn't saying they replaced it. I wasn't trying to say that. But I was just saying that, what, what like some people, what, it, not necessarily replacing it, but just getting that certain form of entertainment. That like that's why some of these summer blockbuster movies, quote unquote, are just not blockbusters because people just see them for shit. I mean, not everybody, because clearly there's a lot of retarded people out there because how much Transformers is making. So, but but you know what I mean, though. Like that, cert- that, certain form of entertainment, that certain kind of thrill you get, you're not getting anymore. You're getting in video games, so that's why some people are turning into it, I guess. But not, I mean, not, I don't mean like replace it. I'm just saying that that that, right. that, that just certain thing, you know, But yeah, it's that's that's why personally to me, it's just my passion for movies. It's just like just gone down the shitter. Yeah, because it's just right.
1: like, well, so much. I I. I, I I would ask that you call us again. Uh, I like having I like having you on here. So Remind next time you. we do this, please give us a buzz again, TJ. Oh right, well, I definitely man.
3: will. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot for right, you. you. All right, see you later. Thanks.
1: Bye. Take care. Steve, I, I um I did uh, I tried to tweak the show so that it's because of the stream died, people aren't able to hear I changed the length of it, so maybe people can call back in now. Or maybe they can hear the show again. I don't know, it might work. Um but uh, that, that guy had some shit to say, huh?
0: And TJ is great. He's a lot of fun to listen to. Definitely knows what he's talking about. like some definitely,
1: people. I thought when he first called, I thought it was somebody using, like, a voice changer. It's pretty crazy.
0: I did, too. A lot of people thought that. They thought we, were, uh, thought they had, we had Levine back on.
1: I no. Mean, I keep in touch with his agents. I'll
0: tell you what, TJ's a wise, wise guy. Well
1: he'll he he run through sense. walls for
0: you. <laughs> Maybe one He's Irish and Scottish
1: Big Hawk Hey, this is Big Hawk
0: is great so Let's hope yep. he does call back in
1: That's enough talking about how great this guy is He's starting to creep me out And
0: that's why you, out why you let him go He's me
1: out in the water Nah, he's, he's just don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want him to freak me off
0: so This is a uh... Our conversation right now will not archive. So we can say whatever the hell we want. We can talk shit about anybody. No,
1: at, once once we hang up, it'll go. It'll be part of the archive. You
0: son- Perhaps we should not talk shit about
1: anybody. All right, all right, let's wrap it up the talk. Uh, somebody on the on the uh, chat room has been asking me to sell you on Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, I see that, and I don't give a damn about it. I don't give a damn about it. it. Simply so, like that it's a great show. I believe it's a great show. I don't really, I don't really care.
0: I have the opportunity to watch it whenever I want. TNT, isn't it? Or A&E or something like it's that. On,
1: it's, on, it's on FX, which is not was, the same, by the way. As I was close. I was, close. I was very close. Are you... First, first, I understand that you... The shit that you're willing to watch, give it... I mean, you know that the cast of this show is. It's like all the great... I do. Stuff. I know who it is. All right. All right. Just... I will try it. Well, you need I to will. watch seventeen. Oh, you need to watch seventeen episodes. Seventeen episodes. Okay. Actually, what you need to what you need to do honestly is you need to watch like five episodes of the. You need to watch like five episodes of that. Watch like five episodes of Rescue Me. There's so many good things out there that'll make your make your fancy tickle itself. You suck, ah. you suck. You fucking suck, baby. Sometimes. There you. There it is. <laughs>
0: There that is. How did I miss that? I'm glad it's back.
1: It's the most adorable thing I could think of. No one can call in. Let's do do society a huge favor and end this so they can listen to the last 20 minutes of absolute glory. Okay. Thank you. If people want it, I'm willing to do this a lot. So I know that right now you've got the discretionary time, so let's rock some dick. Let's kick it out. Yes. All right, man. Well, thanks for coming in here, you fucking bastard. Enjoy your coffee and enjoy your alien autopsy.
0: I will enjoy my alien, you know, ancient alien, sir.
1: I'm not here to understand that shit. And I'm going...